Am I? I don't know. Are you? I don't know. You better know. Well, if, it, if it lags again, I'll go and get my wild, wide connection sorted. I'm currently using a runner to five hertz, five hertz Wi-Fi, so it should be alright. There's not two people watching, but one of them is me. It's the gold standard. It's it's. There's always at least two watching, because we're always was, we're always live like that. There was a few comments in the last week's show, but you guys just plowing through talking about Resident Evil trailers for an hour. Well, I can't look at the I can't look at the comments because of the way you OBS sets up. It it takes my desktop audio, so then all of a sudden you guys would be hearing double audio if I have the stream well, up. You... So I'm not in charge of comments. <laughs> Can you not have right, comments on your a, phone? We need someone in charge of comments. Well, I've, I've got it up now. So oh, shut up and let's do the intro. Back once awesome. again like a renegade master, beatbox damager, power to the people. We are Pixel Points, hello. <laughs> we are the only global podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. Um, please game responsibly and treat other people with kindness and respect. So there. Obviously, if you don't, there's consequences and ramifications. Not from me, because I'm not in a position of power to do anything about that. But you just watch out. If you shit on people on your way up, you never know who you might meet on the way down. It's a good saying. Good there you go. It's a good saying. I like it. Yes. Right. So I am back. Um, I have thoughts about last week's episode, but of course you do. Um, <laughs> um, how, how you guys can do an entire episode of talking about video game marketing? Well, it wasn't an entire episode; it was about an hour, without mentioning the price increase from sixty to seventy dollars um, pre-orders, and um, the fact that announcing that your game doesn't have microtransactions or loot boxes is meant to be applauded i have got absolutely no idea uh counteraction to yours game pricing totally different topic that's a way deeper topic than something else the second one uh was uh pre-orders that has nothing to do with game marketing in yes reg- it does in absolutely to, does they don't pre-order the campaign for your for your marketing like the marketing well, is to why... make you. The marketing is meant to sell the pre-orders. So like that, we're just trying to say. Yeah, but that's mark- the whole point. But again, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, no, the hold two. on, hold on. But I'm saying we're 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 talking about the marketing campaigns and how they get you to buy their games, which also means pre-order the... their games. So that's that's yeah. like we were talking about that. That's a totally different topic you're talking about. It's Bruce. not. It's part and parcel because nope. you can't have one without the other. Nope. Or you can, but people choose to include the pre-orders in in the marketing um i'll, otherwise I'll be honest anything. i thought it was just about the like what made you excited to want to buy the game so well, that's totally different that. that's about how think... you build hype that's not about marketing I didn't marketing think... to me is about sales and you can't have a discussion about marketing without talking about price and um how people can actually buy the thing Keith, I think probably if I I jumped on at the end, if that had been the key point, I would have. I know you jumped on at the end, Dan, because I watched the show. Ah, oh, that's good. The um, 
the I would I would have been uh, very uh, angry about. I'm really angry, still angry about pricing. So it's probably good that we didn't bring it up. Well, Liam, I, I Liam, just... I'm still holding Liam to account over that. I'll hold him forever in that price. And... <laughs> it's all Liam's fault, right? That's my that's my thoughts on last week. Um, Evan, how's things in Japan? That's all right. Just started raining, of course, because it always has to rain at least for a couple hours a day, every day. But yeah, everything's all right. Good. Dan, how's things? They're good. Good, good. Just um, enjoying That's nice being and succinct. Mitch, how's things in LA? Uh, they're, 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 a, they're okay. I'm going to forewarn people. If my eyes look funny, I apologize. I've been getting over some pink eye and a respiratory illness that isn't COVID. For the last 14 okay, days. You probably didn't have to say that, but well done for sure. But anyways, and yeah, the final thing is, final thing is I did beat Psychonauts 2 just to, two hours ago. Oh, okay. Uh, did you, you get the Platinum Trophy? No. Well, you can't because you can't, it's on Xbox, Xbox and they don't have trophies. Do you, <laughs> do you want my uh, short review? I yeah, what, was it? what was your... What was your yeah, yeah, go for it. Uh, Psychonauts 2. Uh, you know, if... If, out of a legitimate 10-point scale, like, not the 7 to 10 that people use nowadays, I would give it about a 5.5. It's just above average. Um, the combat's really basic, um, and it really doesn't have much nuance to it, even when you get deeper and get more tools. Um, the platforming is basic. There is a lot of creativity with the with the different levels you go into, but my main gripe with the entire game is, one, it's too long, and two... Well, I guess they're combined. It's it's one, it's too long uh, that it drags, especially at the end. And two, the story, it, it you go a lot of places, but it feels like you don't go anywhere. Because <laughs> you're going inside people's brains constantly, and that's the whole thing about Psychonauts, going into somebody's mind and, like, trying to help form thoughts and, like, fix thoughts and, and, and rehabilitate, all that kind of stuff. And the thing is, you go into so many brains that the things that happen outside, like outside of people doing stuff in people's brains, the plot around that stuff is so minute that it feels so unsatisfying when you're completing these tasks. Because what you're making them do is something so tiny as I need access to a mailroom, so I'm going to go in this guy's brain and give him another brain. And it's, and it's like a whole like 20 minute level just to do that just to get in the mail room that I feel like the overall plot, I almost felt like it did nothing, which is unfortunate because I think uh, as like a super spy mind type game. I think you, there's so much more you could do. And I felt like it just like underperformed in that aspect. So all in all hard skip. Perfect. No, I, I would say if you like, <laughs> no, 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 sorry. Long story short, if you really like 3D platformers, it's still a good 3D platformer that okay. offers some unique yeah. things, but don't expect this to be like game of the year contender. Like seeing some of these places give them nines on this game, I just cannot believe it in any capacity. People, Mitch, people love Double Fine. They love Double Fine. So uh... if they give this yeah. game a nine and they give Ratchet and Clank a seven or an eight, I don't know what the heck you're looking at, bro, because those are two different two well, different that's just your that's just your obvious Sony bias kicking in. Um which was actually yeah. which was actually mentioned in a comment on the last show. Um so I watched it back on Twitch and I saw right at Ooh. the end someone said, 
Um, I, or, I can't or, remember. I mean, what did they, they say? They, I, I didn't even catch They that. said, do you guys ever talk about or know anything about Xbox? Oh, yeah, no. Um, Matt made Matt made a comment no. regarding that. Yeah, of yeah. course we do. They just don't do good marketing campaigns. <laughs> and to be honest, we talked um, we talked it? about we talked about Capcom for most of the time. Let's be honest here; it wasn't even yeah, PlayStation. So, just just to make the point that we do talk about Xbox. When Mitch talks about Xbox, it's how he wants Phil Spencer to get the sack. <laughs> so, I mean, we do talk about it. It's yeah. he got a game on Game Pass, and I'm still subscribed. So you know, he did his job. It was yep. it was it was five years too late, but you know, better late than never, Phil. Well done, Phil. We love you. Um, right, shall we move on? Does anyone have any beers or beverages they want to talk about? I do. Wow, that came out really funky. I'm sorry. I just really happy. Yeah, I, have this, fine I, have this, I have this huge can that, like, I could literally. <laughs> uh, so this is a Golden Road Brewery. Uh, it's a mango cart. It's a mango wheat ale. I just I I just okay. saw how big this thing. Look at this guy. Look at it. he's so so. This literally reminds if you've never been to L.A. These carts are everywhere. Except they don't just sell mangoes, but they just sell fruit. There's just like these carts, and they okay. just sell fruit, just like this. Umbrellas. There's a guy hanging there. He's chopping up the fruit, and it's literally in a container like this where you could see the fruit on the inside, and there's ice on the inside. So if you've never been to L.A. That's that's something you'll see constantly is fresh fruit carts all over the place. That and hot dogs. They they especially on a Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's what they do a lot. Does anyone talk about combining the two? What do you mean? <laughs> a nice hot dog, a mango, hot dog, mango, um, mango, hot dog hot dog. mango, mango chili salsa on your hot dog. Oh, oh here, oh, oh, here oh, you go. Be delicious. Here, here you go. It says a series inspired by the iconic fruit cart uh, vendors of los angeles so i was right that does remind me of la because it is inspired by la um i'm trying to think i'm trying to find stuff on here um we drank it yet because i really just want to know what the flavor is like nope never tried it yet it's a four (laughs) percent uh four percent alcohol volume okay so all right right, so do i do i I pour Uh, it in front of my keyboard in front of my three dan um bets on what mitch pours his beer over Keyboard. Ooh. I thought it was gonna. Yeah, I, thought, I, I think after like uh... doing this with it, I thought it was gonna open it. It was gonna go all over his keyboard. I'm quite. <laughs> it didn't do that. All right. Ju- judging by the angle, I think a <laughs> yeah. couple of drops are gonna get in between the G and the H keys, maybe. <laughs> My keyboard is way up, up, up there. Mid- middle of the keyboard. It's oh, okay. My keyboard's uh... way up there. Oh shit. It does shake. Right, it, it went right. Keep that steady, steady it, hand. Went, it went right on my leg. <laughs> Damn it! I should I should have I should have bet on the leg. All right, Ooh, next cool. time. That's more pale than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, a lot more pale. Yeah, that went yeah. down. That went down my leg a little bit. <laughs> okay, you can smell like beer for the rest of the evening. Oh yeah, it does smell fruity. Holy cow! That's a that's a strong mango. Whew. Go then. Put it in your mouth and try it. <laughs> This isn't the opening from last this week. Is, yeah, I was going to say, this is not the pornography discussion from last week, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> we talked about Romeo and Juliet, remember? Oh, we did. That was on the stream. <laughs> and then you talked about the teacher. <laughs> okay, we don't need, oh, to, re- right. we don't need to revisit it. I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, holy cow. 
That is all mango. That is just, I hope you like mango. That is just all. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. Uh, it's got the... It does have an after, it's got the weed aftertaste at the end, which actually kind of works. I, I, it's kind of nice to have the fruit in the front, the sweetness, and then have the bitter in the back. Um, oh, that's actually, that's actually really good. I just didn't expect all the fruit to just come at you like a punch. Um, yeah, I really actually like this. Oh, I might have to go, I might have to go to the store again and see if they have a different one of, cause they said it's a, it's a series so I wonder if there's other, like, do they have pineapple cart? <laughs> I don't know, but it's good. I like it. I would, yeah. I only got I one. I wish I had two. I don't know. I'd, I'd give it a go. Yeah, it sounds. I Keith, I think you would I'm, like it. I'm quite, right. into the, I'm quite into the fruity beers at the moment, so yeah, sounds good. Yeah, I think, I think right, it's not too overpowering with the fruit. It's just perfect. I think it's a great balance. All right. Um, I picked up. Uh, heretic you can't handle oh, uh, the juice nice <laughs> i'm yeah yeah uh it's a new england style double uh india pale ale 8.5 percent they say never filtered never pasteurized and this is from say, fairfield california did you say 8.5 percent yeah 8.5 how this is a rough day uh, there chap 473 <laughs> I thought it was going to be a five. That's a hell of a lot. <laughs> that's a hell of a lot of yeah, 8.5% of beer. Do you have a really and bad week at school? <laughs> <laughs> right. So it's it's currently 4.37 p.m. in Japan. This is my first beer. So I, I, it's not like I was playing video <laughs> games all day. on your road. Evan, like at like 10 p.m. <laughs> here, here I want to be the, the bartender that like puts the, the lighter in front of you going, had a rough day. <laughs> right, right. Can I handle the juice? I don't know. I will say one thing. I'm really sick of companies and their really buddy-buddy, you over-familiar language that they're putting on some of their uh, some of their products. Or like if you get like a 404 uh, screen pop up on uh, online, it's like whoopsies. I think we did a no-no. Sorry. Like just just say like. Something, you page know, something error. bad page happened. Found. Yeah, page error. Yeah, error four or four. So it says, oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Okay. Just, just, just say it plainly, right? It says, uh, yeah, we know you're tough. We get it. You can handle yourself. You do what most ordinary people don't do, and it goes on and on and on. It's like, please, just stop. I'm so sick of this stuff. And uh, beer cans do that a lot lately. Well, clearly, they also you have can't really, really the dumb names like this. That's the language. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is a uh, New England style uh, double India Pale Ale, and wow, that's the, hazy. Uh, yeah, the well, yeah, the other name for the technical, the actual name is New England style, but most people refer to it this this style as a hazy IPA. So yeah, it is. I mean, it's opaque. Uh, I would is, say it's a dark. A lot of hazy it's there. a dark gold. Yeah, so mm. it's a dark gold. It actually had a really nice head retention. Uh, it's dissipated since, but uh, I've been sipping this for a while. Yeah, you get that huge bite of uh, aroma-wise in the uh, very tropical. I don't know if Keith would like this per se. Um, mango, of course. Maybe not as many mangoes as the beer that Mitch is drinking, but true this to the name of a mango. New England IPA, yeah. <laughs> it's unfiltered. You can see a lot of the yeast 
at, at the mm -hmm. bottom here and um yeah. yeah it's uh like really really aromatic like this is a hazy ipa for sure it's it's really really tropical and uh Uh, decent carbonation. It's a little creamy, and usually in a, a, a New England IPA, that creaminess comes from uh, oats or wheat, which they'll sometimes put in. I don't know if they have. It doesn't say on the side, so maybe they haven't. But uh, yeah, this is a dangerous beer. It's a proper session beer. I could probably take down maybe about 14 of these bad boys before the night's over. I'm just kidding. It's um, it's heavy, but Please drink it's really, really flavorful. <laughs> Um, in terms of balance, you know how sometimes you drink a beer, it tastes like an 8.5% or it tastes like a 4% yeah, beer or a 6 or a 5. Yeah. Yeah, and, and not because it, it, it has like a, a kind of like tinny, like al alcohol-ish flavor to it, which is usually a sign of a bad beer, a bad mm. batch of beer. But I've got two 8.5% beers in the fridge and they are they're saved for kind of, I know I can drink this when. Yeah. Not, not just yeah, chugging like, it down. Yeah, four o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, I yeah. love it. <laughs> yeah, I love no, you. it's I love you, it's, Evan. It's it's four forty one. <laughs> I got nothing to do. It's Saturday. I'm I'm staying in for the rest of the night. It's five o'clock. Yeah, somewhere. this is uh, <laughs> coming back to me. It's five o'clock somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the, there's a box over I'm here with a vacuum folded in half. He's got Brittany no, default uh, to play. <laughs> yeah, that is a. Very, very aromatic, tropical beer, but it does have that bite. And it does, when I'm referring to that, what does it taste like? It does taste like, oh, like uh, yeah, you need to slowly drink this because definitely it definitely is higher in alcohol content. But in a good way, like, this is a really flavorful beer that you would want to sip. I definitely think you picked the right glass, Evan. Because this is, in the high alcohols, I generally put them in, obviously, the goblet, but like a wine-style glass. Because you feel like you need to sip it, otherwise you uh, yeah. you end up bad for you. Yeah, um, a, a lot of yeah, a lot of beers would probably be in like a stemmed tulip pint like this, or a, a yeah. brandy snifter for like yeah. a, like a barley wine or something like that. But yeah, this is a it's a very good beer. I might actually have to drink another beer on the side while I'm drinking this because when I'm on the show, I tend to like <laughs> like to I have I have too many when I'm on the show. I get excited of talking nonsense, so. I'm going to supplement this with uh, just a plain it's, old it, beer I on love the side. Yeah, I might have beer. to, as if you're compelling yourself that you need to do it. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm talking out loud. I'm, I'm working it through my mind, yeah. Well, I'm, uh, I'm, been, just, I'm being honest with myself. So I was going to say, while you were talking, I thought exactly how to describe my beer really quick, and it's take mango and marinate it in wheat beer, and that's what you get. Sounds good to me. I'd try it, yeah. Um, I was quite surprised that the, the, what was it, the grapefruit pale ale from New York that I got as part of one of my boxes, my subscription. I thought I was going to hate it, and um, it was really, really good. Um, super tasty. It, was, it just kind of gave everything this sharp citrus flavor rather than the brew dog mm. one, which is fucking disgusting. Well, you mean orange o'clock or whatever it's called? Which, yeah. And, in that um, one, that's weird. Yeah, the, whatever one Evan likes. I think it's the orange one. Orange, yeah, I can't remember what it's got a name. Oh, uh, it's got another pun name. Um, yeah, it's Ultra Clockwork Orange. Aren't orange. you glad you didn't no, remember the beer name? Orange. <laughs> I can't yeah, remember what the seriously. 
Right. So whilst Evan Evan gets inebriated, I hope he doesn't drink that too quickly. Here's my here's here's my uh, my lager. backup is a is a Kirin kind of autumn beer. This this is six percent. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Well, whatever. I'll drink. I'll try to drink this slowly as well. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I can't wait to hear this episode. Please just drink get, responsibly. <laughs> just get two straws. One in each glass. See what happens. No, he just he just needs the beer hat. The beer. The beer hat right now. <laughs> just yeah. Each straw. All right. So whilst Evan gets inebriated, um, are you Mitch and Evan? Are you ready for the return of the Quizmaster? Yes. Yes. And okay. best, best part, Keith, you now can see the score. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. We're doing that. I, I, knew, I knew you were in the lead, Mitch. I didn't realize it was by that much. Because um, we, we haven't done yeah. a quiz in a while. We haven't I'm done not, one in like six months. I'm not winning. Um, right. So the quiz this week is on video game lawsuits. Fuck. Um, Mitch, because you're in the lead, would you like to go first or second? Now is now how is this working? Because Dan is usually on Evan's team. So what's Dan in this? He's just, um, independent oh, yeah. observer. A uh, just spectator. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to be that. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. What was your question? Um. So I will ask the questions alternately. Oh, sorry. For audio <laughs> listeners, though, do you want to read the score? Oh, so yes, it's Mitch and Team Mixit at fourteen, and Team Devon, which should be, should be Evan first and Ivand probably. <laughs> Um, but Team Devon, because it sounds better, is on nine points. Okay. Um, so I have eight questions which I will ask alternately. Mitch, would you like to go first or second? How about we flip a coin? Do I have no me? coins near me. Evan, do you have a coin on you? Or do you have a cap? Um, a beer cap? Yeah. Or I'll just decide. Or Evan, you're going or first. Or we can flip the baby. <laughs> I, I got it. Uh, monkey, monkey side up. Okay, Mitch. I call. Which, which I call monkey. Are. I call monkey. Okay, heads. Now, do I do I flip it on my yeah, hand or yeah, as yeah, is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flip. Flip it. Yeah. All right. It is down. Oh, so that would be you me choose. anyways. You choose. Oh, if you choose. You want to Evan? Do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. I'm not going to be good at this. So. I'm not either. This is going to be bad. <laughs> so, well, um, Mitch, first question for you. Which company was sued because of unlicensed use of Unreal Engine, resulting in a total recall and destruction of all copies of the game? Who were the developer and what was the game? Jesus Christ. Can you give me, like, a timeline of, like, decade this was around? Uh, this would have been about... 10 years ago, which is Older. probably about the same length of time it took to develop the game because it was in development hell for ages. I Someone spoke about this on a podcast within I know. the past I'm trying to think of months. what it was. I, give, I don't know. Someone brought it up. This is going to be bad. I, I have no idea. Right, the game it's was too human. Oh, and for half, oh, half a point, do you want a developer? Can you name the developer? Oh, shoot. Um... Oh. oh, I feel horrible. I know this. Oh, I just pulled out my headphones. <laughs> um, I hold on. I can't hear anything. I need to put my headphones in. 
Oh, this guy's buying time. <laughs> something up on one okay. of his screens. <laughs> Go ahead. I have this no guy idea. is fucking cheating on that I right think, screen. I can't think of I, it right I can now. see it now. Um, Evan, do you know who the developer of Two Human was? Uh, no, THQ. Dan, do you oh, yeah. want to chime in? It was Silicon Knights. That's what it was. I remember. Right, right I here. Did, that I was did, the next I thing did I was play, going now, to say. Now, note this. I did not know... So I played Two Human when I was a kid for like, I think it was the 360 version, the the one that actually came out eventually, or it was Xbox. I, no, it was 360. See, I do talk about Xbox on this show. You haters. Um, just, just everything I, past 360. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so I played the 360 version, uh, the 360 game, and I was like, oh, that's like half bad. It, it's pretty good. I rented it for like three nights at a, at a family video or something. And then I learned like four years later of how this was in development hell and this game was ridiculed beyond belief and it was utter garbage. And I was like, it played pretty good though. Yeah, I've, n I've never played it and now, now no one can play it. Well, um, the combat system was interesting. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. The combat system was interesting because um, you did the combat through the right stick. So similar to like a twin stick shooter, that. you did the combat with your swords with your stick, the right stick, which actually was kind of fun because it made you hop between enemies when you were doing the slashing. But it was very much like a beat, uh, like a hack and slash because there really wasn't any extra abilities to really put on top of it to like give it that you know um, evolution and that um, complexity in its combat. It was system. kind of high science fiction viking mythology inspired yep. and it could have been so great and then just ended up being garbage and then they stole or um used the unreal engine without license so evan your first question for which reason was gearbox successfully sued in the uk and europe over aliens colonial marines um Was it the uh, the initial marketing for the game? Basically, the assets and the quality of the um, trailers were nowhere near what the actual game was at release at launch. Um, I'll give it to you. Be... But how would you be able to say that more succinctly? Oh God. Oh, I I, I can. Uh, graphical quality. Okay, uh, Mitch, do you want to say it? Advertising quality and demos did not equal what the final product ended up being. Yes. So even more simply, false advertising. Yes. Oh, false. What happened with The Witcher Three? Didn't someone? Weren't people up in arms about that? Looking at old well, shots one, of the. Uh, anyways, one, it was one trailer, and there was like like nice high-res gra grass and i think they showed the demo of the game and then there wasn't as pretty of grass it was like less of it right okay next question for me like wait half, how many half a how point many, for that yeah or? how many points how many so points, two are points for Evan. two points for Evan, because he okay. got it but he just didn't use the exact term but i knew what he meant um two points so right. okay next question for mitch which pair of twins settled out of court over backdated royalties and damages for their game called In Action being pulled and cancelled by Acclaim. 
So this was in the early 2000s, and there was a famous pair of twins. They were all over TV and lunchboxes, and I can give you a hint as well. For oh, I know what this is. Yeah, give me some. <laughs> um, they're related to an Avenger. Oh, that's an easy one. Come on. Chris and Liam Hemsworth? You might have been too young for this, Mitch, just thinking about it. It's not Chris and Liam. Yeah. Yeah, Chris and Liam Hemsworth. I, I, Do you want to have another guess? Sorry, I don't. I, are you asking what brother? I don't. Sorry, I don't even know what the question is. This pair of twins settled out of court for backdated royalties and damages in their suit against Acclaim when their game in action was cancelled. And they're related to an Avenger. It was a pair of twins who made the game? No. Acclaim were making the game. Then the game got cancelled, so they sued Acclaim. And they have the same names? As and they were twins, and one of them two is Avengers. twins, and they're related to an Avenger. And Dan really wants to say who this is. Who has a twin on the Avengers? No, they are twins. And they are related to an Avenger. They're twins. Right. I have no idea. Who, who is okay, Dan. He's, and you're muted. You're muted, Dan. Is it all that? All of you're that? muted. Harry Kate and Ashley Olsen. Yes. Oh, you gotta be freaking kidding me. The, the Olsen twins. Oh, they is that a game? Wait. Is that, they, um. That's their not their sister? sister? Is Scarlet Witch? Scarlet Witch. Scarlet yeah, Witch is their sister. Elizabeth Olsen is their. Yeah, she's their little sister. No, she, oh, they totally. Yeah, they I did totally not know look, that. A lookalike. No, no shit. I totally didn't even okay. think about that. Holy crap! I, I did not know that. Either, I'm blown today. It makes sense. Right. Can I give Evan that point? Right. No. Damn. Sorry, Evan. <laughs> Damn it. That's um, okay. Next question for Evan. Thank you. Nintendo won a legal battle in 1982 about IP rights for Donkey Kong with an award of $1.8 million to cover their legal costs. But who was the plaintiff saying Donkey Kong infringed on their IP? Plaintiff was, uh... Well, it was King Kong. No, King Kong wasn't plaintiff. King Kong is a fictional character. No, no, I, I, I'm just trying to think. The King Kong was first a movie... Uh, whatever the studio was, uh, was it Universal? Was it Paramount? Ooh, um, oh, Universal! It was Universal Studios. Damn it! Two points to Evan. Damn! Um, I just remembered the, Ooh, the King Kong ride at, at, at uh, US, USJ or so. An interesting, Florida. interesting fact about this: Universal Ultra also sued in the same year RKO Studios, who produced the original King Kong movie in 1933 for saying they infringed on their IP rights for King Kong even though Archeo had sold the rights already oh, so whoever were the, whoever <laughs> were the lawyers at, at Universal Studios they were getting pretty litigious right Yeah. Uh, Mitch your next question Nintendo tried to stop rentals of their games by suing which major company in the US and for a bonus point can you say what this company was doing that led to an out-of-court settlement? Blockbuster? 
Yes, it was Blockbuster. Sorry, what was oh, the follow-up question? Wow, nice. So for an extra points, can you say what the company was doing that led to them settling out of court? They, if they continued to do this, they would have lost the suit and they agreed to stop doing mm. what they were doing. Wait, so... Whoa, whoa, Re Basically, Restate that. That's a, little confused. That's a little confusing. They agreed out of court because they stopped doing something that caused them to have the lawsuit put against them. So what was that thing they were doing? Were they doing no late free returns? No, think you think more um, along the lines of something related to the Nintendo product that they were renting out. So you're right with Blockbuster, so you got the points. But this is a, for an additional one. What they were doing to Nintendo specifically? I have no idea. Okay, they were photocopying the game manuals and then sending oh. them out with the rentals. Why was that oh, wow. an issue? I, I did not know that. Um, it um, infringed on um, Nintendo's intellectual um, property. Yeah, because you can't it's, it, you can't resell. You can't re oh, okay. yeah, re-release a, a product that they had copyright over. So that two points to Mitch. Um, Evan, Sega was sued for damages for the over the development of the Dreamcast by 3D FX Interactive. Why did they sue Sega and NEC, who were also named on the suit? I know nothing about the Dreamcast. <laughs> um... Were they, uh, I don't know. Were they? That doesn't make any sense. They would. Let's say that they. Something about a, a chip in the system. Do you know, uh, do you know what? Wait. I'm going to give it to you because it was the chipset that they used. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, yes. So that's crazy. How would you how would you put that in there knowing like you weren't you didn't have that's like um, Microsoft putting Blu-ray players in their Xboxes without <laughs> without Sony Sony's giving permission. the OK. That's insane. Without yeah, paying that royalty, man, paying them that money that they owe them. Um, so what happened was Sega twin-tracked the development of the Dreamcast, and they had yeah. a contract with both NEC and 3DFX to produce the graphic chips that was going to go into the Dreamcast. And when it launched, it had the NEC chips in, not the 3DFX ones, so 3DFX sued, saying... We had a contract for you to produce this. Oh, okay. Oh, wow! They just totally blindsided them. That's uh, that's what Nintendo did to Sony right. during one of the famous E3s. Wow! Right. All right, Mitch. Your last question. Now, pay attention. Take Two Interactive have had a number of lawsuits filed against them based on Rockstar's IP. Which former attorney? Um, was preemptively sued by Take Two in 2007, prior to the launch of GTA 4, to prevent him from launching more lawsuits against the company. Going out of a whim on this one, I have no freaking clue. So I'm gonna say Rudy Giuliani. Um, they all. This is the same person who also tried to get rap music banned 
from the radio. Um, he did launch his load. He, well, he did. He's shut up now and gone away. I'm too old to um, know who that is, so that doesn't help me. So I'm just. Gonna what's his name? Jack Jack Thompson. It is Jack Thompson. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Um, he was a, famous. He's holding the GTA Four by his head. Yeah, he, he was like PMT. He had a hard on for uh, those games. Yeah, yeah he sued um, Take Two multiple times between 2003 and 2007, and they ended up settling out of court so that he'd stop suing them every year. <laughs> a game came out. It's just <laughs> go away. <Nice. laughs> yeah. Um, right, Evan, your last question. Take-Two Interactive were back in court in 2016, this time with 2K Games over IP and copyright infraction. What was the lawsuit based on? 2016? 2016. The lawsuit was based on... Copyright infringement. That just said that. <laughs> I, know. I thought you'd just say yes. So, um, what... Okay, for like, half a point... I... I is, Wait, I'll you can't give, give a, a half a point because I can't. I mean, I guess you can. Never mind. I can type a half a point. Well, for, well it would just be one point because I'm giving two points out. Okay. So, um, what 2K Games major sports franchises come comes out? It was based on one of their major sports franchises. <gasps> UK. Uh, what? What do they still have? Do they have NBA? NBA 2K? Nope. So why would someone nope. sue over IP and copyright infraction about a major sports franchise? I have no, I have no idea. I'll just... Right, I, you're, I you're on the right lines with NBA what 2K. What, what's it? What's, oh, it was NBA 2K. Okay, sorry. I thought it was Madden that they had the rights so they no longer can make uh, NFL 2K. No, that was way before. That, um, was that 06? They lost the rights. That was, uh, that was 2K5, which, which was an amazing game, by the way. That's the, that's the last um, American football game that I, I think I owned was ESPN 2K5. But anyways. Mm. Right, so Did they have college have players featured in it? I, I I don't know if it's no. It I'm, was I'm, NBA I'm, 2K. I'm talking. I'm talking about the the answer. That that college players featured in the NBA game. No, it wasn't. It was the NBA players' tattoos being represented. Oh, oh wow! Yep, I remember that story. So a tattoo parlor tried to sue over IP and copyright infraction because <laughs> the players' tattoos wow. were shown in the game. Did they win? No, they, oh. it got the case got thrown out. Um, Damn. Because um, the judge ruled that showing tattoos is covered by fair use. Oh, there you go. Because you can't copyright a tattoo. Otherwise, if anyone went out and someone took a photograph of it, True. you'd have to pay rights. True. And the whole point about having a tattoo... So you can show it off. Is, yeah. It's showing off your art. They paid for the art to be shown off. Exactly. And that's what the judge ruled. So the scores have closed up quite considerably, uh, with Mitch now in the lead by just one point on 16 points to 15. Yeah, Evan got a couple extra points. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> And um, 
Evans just turned his mic off, showed us his plums, um, <laughs> and then that's a, that's not a euphemism, um, and then ran away. You're muted. <laughs> Sorry, they're uh, figs. Actually, okay. <clears throat> I'm I'm okay. I don't know what happened. <laughs> All right, one point at least. At least it'll be interesting. I, I believe um, last time between me and Matt, it came down to the final quiz. So keep it interesting, regardless of who wins. I mean, we are in the final fourth of the year. <laughs> All right, we'll it's just a, have to do more we, quizzes we, then, we, I guess. We literally skipped the mid. I think we, I think we, our last quiz was the whole in of the February. summer. There was a summer hiatus. <laughs> yeah, there's a summer hiatus of no quizzes. Yeah, summer vacation, right? There you go. <laughs> Uh, right, so let's move on to today's topic, which was put forward by Evan, of, of games we've given a second chance. Evan just looked quizzically at the screen like, did I? I came up with a topic. I, th I, thought, it, I thought it was just the quiz today, so I wasn't ready for this, so now i got to think of one. <laughs> Evan's still choking, and he's also trying to prepare his dinner at the same time. I feel like that should just be the episode. It's Evan preparing his dinner. <laughs> well, that's a totally different stream, isn't it? Maybe we could do a side side project of Evan making food. I got the I got Evan the. He actually has recipe. he actually has the perfect angle in his kitchen, and I got the perfect music to go with it. <laughs> and I know his wife would be super entertaining because she'd be like, "I want a vacuum," and then you'd be like, "No." So Evan could be the next Jamie Oliver. Or actually what we could do is Evan could be on mute the entire time and we will just commentate as he cooks. <laughs> and we would just pretend to be the wife and husband and put our own dialogue within what they're trying to explain to each other. Like, did you see this? Does this look rotten to you? I think it looks fine. Let's just are eat you it anyway. On, are you choking on my plums again? <laughs> um... Okay, here, this is already going off the rails. Does anyone know what this is? A potato? I can't see it properly. Uh, it kind of looks like a potato. It's a lotus root, which is actually quite delicious. I don't even you, know um, what a lotus root fruit lotus root is. Saute it. Right? You can, um... No, we, no, we, we don't. We she don't, she just well. told him it's not a lotus root. It's not a lotus root. <laughs> no, no, she was surprised that we don't normally have this, at least in the States. I mean, well, you can. I've never seen a lotus Japanese lotus thing. root before. As I've only ever seen yeah, like, specialty um, markets. Who eats that? I'm just kidding. It's. I'm just. It's, messy. it's really good. I, that's that's a hell of a lot of packaging. I hope you. I hope most of. Well, the film isn't going to be recyclable, and if that's. Yeah. So much for that. Uh, I'm trying to be protective be of the landfills, bro. <laughs> I mean, there's a difference between uh, wrapping something in plastic and throwing away my vacuum. Let's let's move on to for video games, of, I think. For the amount of plastic you're using on that lotus fruit, I mean, that lotus fruit, I bet that's just as much as the vacuum, bro. Exactly. Actually, the exact same amount. Okay, move wow. the fuck on. What did you do? Evan, introduce your own goddamn topic. Stay on topic. Oh. Um... Games we've gave a second chance is what we're talking about today. I'm so unprepared. <laughs> hey, I'm on the podcast, by the way. I don't know if you know this. There's a microphone here. There's a camera. You threw it away. 
Can someone introduce this topic, please? I apologize. <laughs> Just very simply, there's there's no real setup to it. Games we gave a second chance. The okay. first time we played it, for whatever reason, we... Ow. Yes, sorry. Yeah, we, for whatever reason, we stopped sort of part, part way through or picked up and then put down because Game Pass is too amazing. So there's so many games on there, you can't possibly play through them all. Right, I'll start. And a game I gave a second chance to, and the third installment will never see life in my household, was um, was it Rise of the Tomb Raider. No, was, there was Tomb Raider. What was the second one? Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So I played it. I got a bit, this is okay. And then put it down for a bit came back and finished it and thought i never want to play this gameplay loop again oh that's so sad that was one of my favorites i i could not care about the story and then um rise of the tomb raider came out and i just thought i i cannot spend another what would it be 15 hours 12 to 15 hours playing through that because it's just the same game over again yeah, sorry, I'll give it to you. The story's not great, but the gameplay loop I say I say is excellent because what I loved about it. I know, bring it back to me, right? That's exactly what I did. Yeah, it's why, it's Mitch's why favorite topic. It's favorite topic. <laughs> uh, that, what I, what I liked about it though is it it was like semi open world because it's like hubs, little open world hubs, and so for someone that is sick of just being thrown in this giant open world and you have like a list of chores and homework to do that's like 150,000 tasks in the Tomb Raider games you kind of just went to like each little sub like mini uh open world and it's less of a list and so it's less daunting and you actually feel like you can complete everything and move forward and then you obviously you, you it's like it's a it's a metro metroid in regards to unlocking getting new tools and you can come back and unlock new areas but in the aspect of just like it's not as overwhelming as what i really liked about it it's like it's just i got i think the story if the story was better i probably would have enjoyed it more um but i just got a bit burnt out on lara croft murder simulator yeah slash collectathon the first game the first game story is great i don't know what i don't know what they were doing with the second and the third game story because it's pretty bad the, particularly the ending of the second one i oh just gosh, thought I, right? I this is awful right. i literally do not care what happens i know they they like make you want to care about the 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 stepmother and you're like i don't even know you lady <laughs> I, yeah. I i could care less if you have cancer <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> Ooh, that's harsh. you can die of um, cancer lady <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, it was that that just killed it for me, and I've got absolutely no interest in seeing what happens and entering into another game of Lara Croft Murder Simulator. Mm-hmm. Oh, slash linguist. Uh, I don't care that she can learn ancient Patagonian or whatever it is by reading, by rubbing tombstones. Oh, uh, no, sorry, burnt out on that. It's in Braille. That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that's a little harsh. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Mitch is on one today. He's giving all the jibes. Get, get How some, many people can I offend in one episode? Get uh, some mango in me, man, and we got to go. Get those viewing numbers down. Let's get those viewing numbers down. Well, I mean, we only had two, so yeah, we, we had two, and I lost them. <laughs> right, Dan, do you, do you have a game that you gave a, a second chance to? Yeah, but all my second chance games I thought were shit the second time I played them. So does that count? 
Well, you I don't... went back to give, give it a second go, and it was still as bad as the first time. Well, you didn't have to actually like beat it the second time, though. Like some of these, you can like like can like mine. To me. I played. Okay, so I'll be like, so number one, number one is The Witcher Three. So I was harsh. I played it harsh about it. Thought oh, I probably should give it a second chance. Turn it back on again, and then turn it off again. Uh, so that game's ticked off. What a waste of time. Uh, I supposedly there's this amazing other stuff to it, but I just don't see it. It's janky mess uh, on PlayStation anyway. I apologize for all you PC players that say it's the best thing that God's ever given you, but uh, I don't have a good enough PC to run it. So on place on my on my platform of PlayStation. It didn't run well, and I didn't enjoy the janky gameplay. Dan, uh, Dan, maybe Dan, the story was fantastic, but that's why there is books to <laughs> read. And, uh, and now, TV shows to watch. So I get my Witcher fix without playing that janky mess. And I think CD Projekt proved they only make janky shit uh, from their least recent release. But that's a completely different story. Uh, um, and then my second game... Oh, I was just going to piggyback on yours and just say, oh, I, oh, I, yeah, okay. I, I want to... I <laughs> breathe in this love fest of like not liking the witcher 3 right now because <laughs> i'm so with you and i i actually i actually stopped playing that game three times and then i finally said okay i'm gonna be the one that's gonna power through this and i did and it was crap <laughs> and i was one person and i will say this for the record on game face when i was on game face i warned people and I got talked back to like they were like, eh, Mitch, you might be wrong there. And guess who was right? Oh, about yeah, about Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. I think I was right. Okay, yeah, you're giving too, CD Projekt too much too much credit. Um, and then my other game. Oh God, I had it, and then I've now forgotten what it was. So obviously, it wasn't that memorable. But um, <laughs> oh God, uh, oh no, no, no! This is a positive one, actually. Sorry. Yes, um, it's going to be a game as a service. It's going to be Apex Legend. I jumped on at day one. I left it, and I've come back, and I'm having a great time with it. Every time I jump on, I just love the different characters doing different things. There's always something different to do. The maps are always changing. It keeps it fresh. You're not playing one dull map every single time, jumping out the same plane from the same angle. Or If you know what I mean, the maps are kind of changing because they've got more maps than the other game I'm referring to that Keith knows. And, well, the Graham Brown. The Graham Brown game, yeah. Yeah, Graham Brown monstrosity. The Warzone that we all disinstalled. Oh, uninstalled, sorry. Uninstalled... Um, a few weeks ago to to re jump in on the apex legend loving even to the point where we got liam to play with us which i never thought would ever happen so there we go hey go on that's me done there yeah I, I was actually going to mention apex legends because i did stop playing it when i got my xbox um and thought do i do i actually need to play it anymore and so yeah i'll, I'll just install it and see what the updates are um well like one thing that did annoy me is uh, they don't have cross progression, so whilst Warzone yes. is a grey and brown monstrosity, everything that I was playing on PlayStation moved over when I installed it on Xbox. Um, whereas the characters who I'd unlocked on PlayStation, I have to unlock again. But Respawn have said that they're looking at um, how they can better um, deliver cross progression in Apex Legends. So I'm, I'm holding off from using the in-game currency that I've earned from unlocking more characters because I'm hoping at some point in future 
the ones who I'd unlocked on PlayStation, I'll be able to unlock on Xbox. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for as well, Keith. Like, I, I, when I unlock new characters on the new one, I'm not unlocking the ones I had on PlayStation, just in case. <laughs> but yes, um, I, I had a, a, I have had a few moments of frustration with Apex Legends, where more so than Warzone, if you're playing with randoms, um, people are AFK. So what I've started doing is, if I think someone is away from their keyboard, I land really close to the edge of the map, or a hazard, and then if they are, I will punch or kick them into the hazard. And I'm going to start recording myself doing that and posting it on our Instagram page. Mitch, do you have a game that you've given a second chance to? I got two for you, since we're doing the good and bad. What do you want first? you want good or bad? Uh, good. Good. Um, Bloodborne. So, okay. So I was like, okay, I'll give this Bloodborne thing a shot. Never tried a Souls game. I was like, okay, I'll give this a shot. Played it the first time, and Bloodborne specifically is one that kind of just throws you into the wolves. Literally, there is a giant wolf that is meant to kill you. And here I'm like, I don't know how to kill this thing. This thing's stupid. And then I found the weapon. And then I think I was like getting partway through and I just was getting frustrated because I wasn't really, wasn't really having a feel for the combat and how it flowed. And so I like put it down and I played some other stuff. And I think I came back to it about like seven to eight months later and it just clicked. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to give this a real try. Like, the, the, the what, what, what's that expression? I'm going to give it the college try. An old college try. Yeah, an old college try. And, um, yeah, for some reason, it just clicked for me. And then all of a sudden, like, the flow of the combat made sense. I was still really frustrated. And, actually, my roommates would do um, the throw controller counter. How many times will Mitch <laughs> throw his controller in frustration? Because in the game, it's, it's more that... What makes the game so frustrating for me specifically, and people can disagree obviously with my opinion, but my opinion with that game is that when you die, 90% of the time it's your fault. You were too, you were either too ambitious, you weren't patient, uh, you weren't like understanding the flow of the combat system and how it works with the specific boss battle. Like all those kinds of things just weren't working. And that's your fault. And so. I would get mad because I, especially when I get near, like, when an enemy is about to, like, lose all its life, especially a boss battle, then I would get too impatient. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go slash him up. And then all of a sudden he's like, dead. Yeah, one hit kill. Yeah, one hit kill. And then you're like, God, son of a bitch. Why did I not have patience? So, um, so yeah, I ended up, like, hammering hard, like, on that game. I played that game only for, like, three months because I was just, like, addicted, like, no other to that game. Um, so that was my good one. Uh, my bad one, actually, I just tried to play it now because it was on Game Pass just to be like, oh, I never finished it. Why don't I go back and play it? Because I don't have my PS3 with me right now and I don't because uh, I still have the copy, which is a game that everybody loves that we talked about on Discord. Can anybody guess what game that was we talked about on Discord just recently? 80s? No, this is bad. Is it gonna be- this is bad, oh, Evan. Is- bad oh, Evan. Sorry. Bad <laughs> game games you give a second chance that that were bad. Arkham Knight. What? Arkham Knight was great. Yeah. Um, no, it wasn't. It was awful. But terrible game. 
games I haven't finished because they're so bad. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> it, <laughs> in, in your mind, it may be a bad game, but in the standards of video games, it's still a good game. Mitch, just tell us it's the just game. It's not a great game. Guess. Final Fantasy Thirteen. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, right. so I so I've played probably like seven hours of Final Fantasy thirteen in the past. I probably actually have tried that game more than once. I've probably tried that game like three times. The issue that comes into play is I love the combat system. The combat system is really fun and creative and different, and I think it works with the whole um what is it what is it? I, now I forgot what they call it, but it's like rotational and like you're changing the specific um title of how everyone defines their roles and you switch between all those systems in real time while you're battling it's great because then you go to like oh it's a paradigm paradigm system thank you the paradigm system i think it's actually uh mitch i heard a youtuber say a youtuber not whatever they they had a a very good analogy to the type of system it is and how it relates to like turn-based battle he said the the difference in uh it's the difference between playing in a game versus coaching a game because in that game you don't actually specifically control anyone you're more coaching where what they're doing and they kind of do it themselves yep. and i thought that was a good way to a simplistic way to explain how the system is different from normal like kind of turn-based battle for sure or active time battle. and it's super fun but the story's so garbage it's so bad and i literally right before we were doing this podcast was gonna play some like gonna start all over and i couldn't even get through like the main title screen because I just watched I'll all these cutscenes and I was like, oh, I forgot this. All these cutscenes are hot garbage. Do I want to listen to all this hot garbage and try to? Because here's the other thing, uh, the last thing, last point about it is the combat system's great. The thing is, it takes forever, forever to like get it to where the combat system is great. Um, it took me like you're st- uh, now. I never finished the game, but I've read many reviews. And people are still learning things. 25 hours into the game, they're still introducing new elements to the combat system, which is great because it keeps evolving the system. But sometimes it felt like the system was never really flowed the way it should. like Or finished? Not necessarily finished, but, it, it, but it's more like you never get to... You never get that, that taste of the full combat of how smooth it can be. So it's, it's not... Yeah. It's, you don't get that opening appetizer... So where you're like, oh my god, I can't wait for the main course. It's more like they just give you, like, I don't know, like breath mints and say, get ready. <laughs> it's like not this this embouchure that's like ready to like, I don't know. That's not, that's like, not... my breath is already fresh. I don't need any more mints. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's the same way that it's the it's the philosophy of the game where everyone makes fun of that game is just a hallway going forward, and it is for like 13 hours until you get to the yep. main planet and. A pulse and it opens up and that combat is similar in that way where they mm-hmm. they feed you little bits of it and it just it needed to come quicker like mm-hmm. open this game up in the first three or four hours and and they doubled or tripled that time before it actually got that but the issue with the I, story I never the game, but i i agree that. no it, it's not it's not a fun story to go through it it the i think we did a podcast about this or maybe it was on beer Umverit or podcast reload but uh the actual overarching story of Final Fantasy XIII is really, really interesting. It is just told, it's poorly. It is horribly told. It is it's, so yeah, confusing. It's red. It's it's basically you have the to main read characters it. are tropey, like anime bad. Yeah, Snow is a terrible character. Hope is be- annoying. Yeah, 
Lightning's cool. It's not a good game. Unfortunately, she gets underutilized. Kind of. I mean, she like barely has a character, but I know a lot of people do. Not necessarily do, do Lightning like as a character, but Lightning as like the look and like how badass she is. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I think they capture that perfectly. They just really didn't capture the rest. Evan, no. what's yours? No, what's your it, topic? It, it, yes. Now that you're back from cooking, cooking with Mama. Oh uh, yeah. Did uh? <laughs> I, 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 I did. I did mute my mic. I loved cooking, Mama. It was a great game. <laughs> is that he gave me a second chance too? <laughs> I think I just enjoyed it from the off. To be fair, uh, I did mute my mic, right? Yeah, you did. You mute yeah, you're good. Okay, thank God. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, well, you did see. come back with a smile um, on your face. So yeah, I'm yeah, glad you, you right. muted your mic because I didn't really want to know what was going on. I'm 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 actually pretty good at uh, turning th things around. I've I've gotten really good at it. It's taken me a lot of mistakes to get here, but. I mean, that was that was a pretty solid ten minutes of uh, but now we're all in a good place. Um, all right, so, uh, games, very professional here. Games, uh, games we gave a second chance to. Um, we've been picking. I'll go a, for a bad one. Yeah, I was gonna say we pick a good one and a bad one. If you haven't, I don't know if you've been. Okay, uh, perfect. Games we've get we've given a second, third, and fourth, and fifth maybe even a sixth chance to for me is owl boy is anyone here on the panel familiar with owl boy i'm, I'm familiar with it i've never played it, it. I've never played it in, i like that he case. calls us a panel we are a panel we are a panel of experts <laughs> so owl boy is this kind of uh game that was under i don't know if you want to say legendary or notorious uh, development cycle. I think it took them 10 years to make the game. And you can totally see it, too. Because it is one of the most beautiful pixel art, pixel art games that I've ever seen. And that's in everything. That's in the kind of uh, it's in the backgrounds, it's in the characters, it's in how many animations and uh, frames of animations are in uh, from the smallest enemy to the main character. It it looks oh, great. You see a trailer for this game, and if you have any affinity for that style of game, like side-scrolling, kind of slightly Metroidvania uh, pixel game from, like, you know, circa 1994, that's the game for you. It, it's And um, I remember uh, Matt on Game Face, he brought it up at one of the end-of-the-year, game-of-the-year awards. I don't know what he gave it, but he seemed to enjoy it. I mean, this is a this is a lesson in beautiful pixel art can only go so far for me, for me, and there was just something about the gameplay of this game. I don't necessarily know what it is. It it was in how confusing the controls were, to where you tap the you you jump and then you have to tap the button to 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 fly or hover in the air. And basically, Owlboy can't do anything. So you actually have carry characters. And there's uh, three or four characters, eventually, that you can flip through. And they, they each have different um, speci specialties. So like, oh, there's a bunch of vines in front of you. Flip to the character that has you, you're holding that has the flamethrower. Um, and they just like disappear and reappear in your hands. It doesn't make sense, but it's fine. And then they, you use the flamethrower to get through. There was something about the controls. And it's like, this is... it. Have you ever played a game that you like a lot but the control scheme is so 
confusing. Oh, Red Dead Redemption 2, there you go. You like just, no matter how many hours you put into the game, you can never get used to the control. You keep accidentally pressing L2 instead of R2. Instead of putting your hands up, you shoot the sheriff and then you go to jail and lose all your fucking money. Like, Owlboy is kind of this game where I just never really liked the controls. They weren't, they weren't quick, pixel perfect. There's too many animations in between picking stuff up or like digging through a chest. Because they spent so much time on this stuff, and I appreciate it in that regard, but it just, it doesn't, um, it doesn't translate well into just having fun, and one, um, one game that I always bring up in the past is, you know how, like, in all the old-school Nintendo games, if you press down, there was no frame in between the sprite, the standing sprite, and the kneeling sprite, right? The second you press down, you kneeled. So if a bullet's coming at you, you press down, you're gonna miss it, but in, uh, I believe it was LJN, which is, you know, uh, Angry Video Game Nerd has documented very well. Yes, synonymous for crap, licensed crap. Uh, the Wolverine game they released, the animations were actually quite impressive. But they gave him like three or four extra frames between the standing sprite and the kneeling sprite. So when the bullet came at you, you would get hit because when you're ducking, it's got that extra 0.5 seconds that it takes to kneel. And it's just like... It, like, I get it, it looks great, but it's totally unnecessary. Uh, the story's okay, but there was just... Yeah, I, it's... This one is actually a bit a bit hard to quantify. But well, it seems like it, because you've been babbling for a little while, and we totally lost that. <laughs> but yeah. Because he's just taking a phone I, call I, uh, instead of listening to you. That's okay, I have B-roll of Owlboy <laughs> playing right now, so people can see what the game looks like. And, yeah. Dan... Dan had his phone down. He didn't get a call from someone. He called someone. He did the old, like, down here. Oh, hey, ex excuse me for a moment. Fucking talking about Owlboy. But yeah, it was just one of those things uh, that uh, just, it took me, I, I eventually beat the game, but I did not have a great time. And I think even IGN might have given it a 10. I just, I don't get it. I understand how you could be wowed by the pixel art, but the gameplay was lacking severely, in my opinion. So what about what about a positive one? Finish it. Finish us up on a positive note. All right. Positive note. So I think uh, I I purchased Persona Five in twenty sixteen ish when it first came out, and I believe the English version of that ended up coming out uh, like six months later, maybe February or March. And I think part of me bought it so that I could talk about it on podcast reload. Like uh, I I uh, is that, this is how I talked. Uh, in circa 2016, this is my voice. Uh, I speak Japanese, I can play a Japanese RPG, uh, you guys don't get to play this for six more months. So I played a bit of this game, and um, I ended up just putting it down, and I never picked it back up again. I, I probably got about three or four hours in. Oh yeah, I remember. Partly because we, I know we talked was... about that, because you had it before me, and I was waiting three more months, and you're like, oh yeah, I haven't played that in a while, actually. And I was like, what? Yeah, it got to the point yeah, where Liam yeah. completed the Western release before you completed the Japanese release that you'd bought three months before. He got, he got the platinum trophy in it. Yeah, oh, before right. I even touched it for more than six hours. Uh, like, yeah, how many years later? Five years later, or something crazy. So I just I held off on it. Uh, one, because it's a hundred-hour game, and I, I guess I just wasn't in the mood to to invest in that. And there was plenty of stuff coming out. I, I believe I had just purchased my PlayStation 4 Pro, or it was the year afterwards, so I had a giant backlog, and I just, I went for the easy stuff. I went for the Horizons and the God of Wars, and I just pushed Persona 5 to the side. 
And then the rumble, there was rumblings about the, you know, the quality of life, better updated version of Persona 4 in Persona, uh, Persona 5, sorry, Persona 5, 5 Royale. They did the same thing with Persona 4 with uh, Golden for the PS Vita. And so at that point, I was like, well, I don't want to play the, like, the old version. I'll just wait for the next version. So I just held off on it. And then, uh, actually, this is pretty much, speaking of Liam, this is pretty much him because he, I believe he played it last year, uh, in 2020, around the su- summer. And he got the Platinum Trophy and he was just talking it up. He's like, no, this is a really fucking solid game. And then that kind of got me to like, all right, I need to get back to this. It's ridiculous. It's been five years since I first played the game, so... I bought Persona 5 Royale, and once I started that, I couldn't stop. And I think in January, the end of January of this year, I finished it 125 hours and a platinum trophy later. And yeah, I'm glad that I, I, I gave it a second chance. But I can't yeah, believe you platinumed it, one. of all things. I'm, I'm glad I skipped the Owlboy conversation. I'm not going to lie. Well, that you, was much more interesting. <laughs> you missed, the, not, you uh, missed the pretty yeah, B-roll. <laughs> It is a beautiful game, but yeah, Persona Five was uh, was that game for me, and it's great. It's, it's going to be on my game of the, in the game of the year discussion for Pixel Pints for sure. Okay, is, has anyone else got any other games that we've given a second chance to? I wanted to mention. I know I should have jumped in at the time Mitch was talking about it, but Bloodborne uh, was it Bloodborne? Yeah. Uh, basically, uh, I when I got my PlayStation Five. I thought I'd give it a second chance because it was in the um, game libraries of uh, whatever you got. But I also had it, obviously, from Vision Plus. But I gave it a second chance, and Liam talked me through the beginning because he, at that point, we had just got them. So we were sharing each other's screen. I think he was playing Spider-Man, and I was giving a go at that or whatever, or something like that. So I said, oh, so he gave me a bit of guidance. Um, so I got through the Wolfman, dot, Wolfman part and then played for about two hours or two hours, I didn't get very far, and I could see. Did you beat? Uh, did you beat Gascoigne? No, uh, I didn't get that okay. far. Come on, that'd be silly. Uh, no, I... <laughs> but what I realised was these games aren't for me, and I want to transition into that with how actually much I'm enjoying Hades because even though I'm dying a lot, every single run, every time I do it, because I get something, I just feel rewarded for what I'm doing. But even if I only yeah. pick up a few gems, at least I felt like that hasn't wasted my time. Whereas this game where I died and went to the same place over and over again, I was like, oh, what's the point? Turned it off. So that's what I wanted to say. Um, so a, a, a game I need to give a second chance to, Maneater. Oh, yes, you should. That is a good um, game. I'm enjoying that. It's okay. Yeah, and that's, well, that's the thing. It's, it's just that it's, it's, it's okay. And um, I'm getting a bit bored of just having to because you do need to eat a lot of fish and other things to get your shark leveled up. And little turtles. So, yeah. So I, mm. I need, so I, I worked out I need to eat. Uh, I think it's another four hundred turtles to get one of the the oh higher level unlo- unlocks. And it's like seriously. Um, what what it reminds me of, Man Eater. It reminds me of a really like solid PlayStation Two B T A game. Yeah, yeah. You might have rented with your totally. friends from Blockbuster yeah. or something. Classic license for, like, the game. Weekend. 
Like you just pass the control around, you like kill some humans. You might not beat it, but you've had a good few hours with it. Yeah, good to give it back to the game store type of game. That's what it kind of reminded me of. It was it was more like that kind of like oh yeah, what happened to these kind of games? <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah, definitely it, got it it's totally definitely got its charm games. and it's got potential, especially if they work a little more on it. The idea because the idea is genius. It's just yeah. it needs a little more refinement in many areas. And the camera is oh, the really, really, really bad. annoying. Yeah, the camera's bad. Oh, yeah, the camera's shocking, actually. Um, but That's some, why I think we beat it. Some, some little quality of life improvements, like a better camera, and um, I've, I've maxed out the amount of resources that I get from eating things already, and I still need to eat masses and masses of stuff to get unlocks for the different shark upgrades. So it's a... It's a it's a fun idea, but I need to give it a bit more of a, a second chance than I have. But I, I don't know how I felt about it when I stopped playing it. Um, leaves me with a sense of trepidation about going back and how much I might actually enjoy it. So the zones are a bit um, drab. Like the zones that you go through, the different zones, yeah. I just find them a bit drab. Yeah, they're not That's as creative as they could be. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. They, they're they're a little too cookie uh, cutter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mick Womble, would you classify this as a uh, like one of those in between games between bigger releases where you can relax, or is it a bit too boring to be that be a relaxing you, you game? Kind of, you kind of need to. Um, you need to choose what objectives you want to go on wisely because just doing the same ones over and over to clear out an area can get really repetitive but the okay. thing that makes yeah, me want to go up. back to this is i want to get more trophies than otaps well, so i don't know i don't know what level of game completion he's at um yeah. i think he was 60 something it may have even been a bit more but i don't i could i could just compete with him without him knowing it and just say yes, I got more. I, I got more achievements than you did. Um, so there is that. There, Evan, I'd say it wouldn't be a particularly troublesome platinum trophy, but it's just the mm, monotonous. The, yeah, the yeah is monotonous. Oh, I do own it. I, I must have. Um, it's PlayStation. It was a PlayStation Plus game. When yeah, I, I put it in my library. Yeah, it was a PS5 game. Yeah, PS5. Yeah, so I think you don't yeah. own. I played it on PlayStation Five. I put it in my library. And I jump in. I kind of play it for like ten minute burst, like jump in, kill some humans, go play something else. It reminds like, me of GTA I... in that aspect, <laughs> where it's like, yeah, play a couple missions, I'm good. Yeah, because I do agree with Keith. It is quite. I enjoyed it when I first launched it up. I was like, this is cool. And then some of the cam some of the times I like died against enemies because of the shoddy camera angles, because I was like caught into a corner, kind of pissed me off. Now thinking about it in more detail. Uh, uh, but I did enjoy. There's nothing better than cr crawling onto a beach and just ripping someone's limbs to pieces. That was quite fun, and pulling them back in the sea. <laughs> like, sorry, that's always gonna that's always gonna give me like a few minutes of enjoyment. I'm glad I didn't pay for the game. I'm glad I got it for free. But mm. I, what I have, I've enjoyed. But yeah, will I complete it? Well, who knows. <laughs> it, it it's also one of those things too. You kind of think like, what what were they thinking? Like the. Arkham Knight 200 Riddler, Riddler trophies. I'm like, couldn't it just be 100? So when you're talking about eating, having to eat 400 turtles, I'm like, just have that. Just make it 100 or 
200. Why does it have to be four? Then there'd be like, nothing to do. Do ever. you really think people are gonna play this game for that long? Just cut, like, lower that oh, number. I'm, Come I'm on. only in the second. I'm only in the are second you? area that's unlocked, so I can understand if there's more areas. The, okay, sure. But yeah, if, if you work, you. yeah, if you work, if you work out how many things you actually have to eat to be able to upgrade your abilities, you can kind of think why, how, how dull is this going to be just swimming around clicking r2 over and over again to eat stuff yeah eventually it comes up with it doesn't come up with a, n enough inventive ways to do something simple as eating people yeah like it's just not keep it's, clicking r2 it's, it's not like it comes up with like a special where you can like eat the ship or something or it's like mega mouth and you know like but yeah. no yeah Right, any final thoughts from anyone? I do love jumping on the bow of a ship, though, and, like, it's snapping in half because you've weighed it. That's really fun. While you're, like, straying on the deck, just eating people, and they're trying to kick, shoot you with the... Uh, sounds, uh, like, fun, yeah. It's just stupid. As I said, it's like a PlayStation 2 beer-tier game that, like, is a yeah. bit of fun, but, like, it's, it's monotonous, and after about 10, 15 minutes... It's probably time to play something else. You know a way. You know a way to wrap it up in regards to that game. What it reminds me of, Wolverine the video game had one great mechanic in it, which was the leaping stabs. Um, and in this game, it's eating people, but it gets old. It does. And on that yeah. note, yeah, well, you can totally cheese the final boss in the Wolverine game by doing that leaping stab over and over again. Yeah, you can. That's it. Is that the? Is that that Wolverine game that's really violent? Yes. Yep. The one that I, I've heard. The one I've that's heard about been that critically that. acclaimed for think. actually being a good X-Men game. Wolf. Yeah. Wow. How, how did we reference Wolverine twice in a single episode? That's got to be some sort of record. And we weren't even talking about X-Men or anything.